What up? Welcome in to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast, brought to you by iFilm Cinema, cinema for everyone. My name is Kyler Durham. Sitting across from me is Aaron Cross. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. What's up, Aaron? What's going on on this wonderful Friday after Christmas? Um, nothing much. Uh, Do you have a Merry Christmas? Uh, yeah, that's a, I'd say so. Yeah? Yeah, me too. Okay. Went on my trip this last weekend, did all that, saw some family, uh, that whole ordeal, you know? Nice, nice. Um, I have a topic that I want to talk about that okay. you asked me if I saw the, the video, which I already have. I saw it on, uh, where did I see it? Oh, I saw it on the Sports Center uh, Snapchat story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Adam Sandler, we all know that in, in most of his movies, he has some basketball reference or whatever. Yeah, Adam Sandler can ball. Oh, absolutely! For an old white Jewish dude, he can ball. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a bucket. See that pass? He's a that was gross. Catch the top of the key, Baseline, no look. to corner to wing. Adam Sandler up top, two hand slingshot engaged bullet pass through the middle of the lane through traffic to a cutting man baseline for an open layup. Nasty. No look dime. So. Since you brought that up, our first topic is, um, is Adam Sandler making a comeback? You've seen I, saw, the tr- I saw an interview where he said that uh, that this movie, or if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about a movie called Uncut Gems. It has Adam Sandler, Kevin Garnett. The Weeknd. The Weeknd. It's a, it's a movie about um, basically sports gambling. Uh, Adam Sandler's in it, and... I don't know if I don't know if the movie's out yet or not. I don't think so. I think it comes out in the new year, or maybe it's this week. Maybe it's Christmas Day. Let me look. Um, continue. Uh, I don't know if it's out yet or not, but uh, all the reviews and critics and everybody are saying that this is because uh, Adam Sandler is known for comic roles, like comedy roles, and uh, his past you know couple movies haven't been the best. In the world, um, this is a ten times, a hundred times more serious role for Adam Sandler, and uh, people are saying that it's absolutely his performance in it is absolutely crazy. It comes out on Christmas. Okay, uh, people are saying his role in this movie are just is just absolutely crazy. Like he played this like super serious dark role so well, and no one knew he could do it because he's always been a He's always been in a comedic role. It's sort of like um, I mean, there's a lot of actors that do it that have that have sort of had that that flip that script flip uh, from being a comedy actor to a super serious role. Uh, first one come to mind is Zac Efron. Yeah, Zac Efron was. He went from High School Musical, and then he got into a bunch of comedy roles with like Neighbors and. Uh, you know uh, that one movie with Robert with uh, Robert De Niro where he uh, like bad grandpa or something not bad and, grandpa yeah yeah it's it's bad grandpa and then um, um, now he, he flipped what's it, that it, movie with the Rock Baywatch Baywatch yeah then I don't he, know how uh, that Baywatch he did uh, then he did uh, shockingly evil Wicked and Vile uh, where he played Ted Bundy yep phenomenal so good um. Who else is another person that can play a... Does Zac Efron do any... Jonah Hill. That's a good one. Jonah, Jonah Hill. Hill. Jonah Hill. Yeah, absolutely. Jonah Hill takes it like super extreme, though. 
because he transforms his body into whatever you need, whatever him, to you need him to do. Yeah, there's a lot of actors that do that. Though. Yeah, that like, uh, but the whole I'm a I'm a comedic actor for yeah, yeah. T- 25 years. I'm in Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison, and then the grown up movies, and then I'm a jeweler. Yeah. That gets into the world of sports gambling. Yeah. Which this takes place in what? Like, this supposed to take place in like 2010-ish whenever Kevin Garnett's yeah, still in the still, NBA. Kevin Garnett was still in the NBA, yeah. Um, but I, I watched a uh, on ESPN uh, they had Adam Sandler and, and KG on. Yep. It was very, very good. Kind of talking about the movie and I've seen him on some, some Tonight shows and I heard it's really good. Yeah. I want to go see it. I'm going to go see it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Another couple of people that come to my mind, like transforming. Jordan Peele. Yes. Jordan Peele went from a comedian actor in Key and Peele to directing... Suspense and... The best movie of 2017 and Get Out, and then he directed Us, and I think he has another movie coming out. Yeah. Um, Todd Phillips, he directed all the Hangover movies, then he went and directed Joker. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. People can do it. People can do it. It's almost, it's almost like okay. So, um, whenever J.J. Abrams, JJ Abrams, yeah, Avatar, and then he went and did a Ten Cloverfield Lane in secret, like no one knew what was happening. <laughs> whenever people want to think about like, I guess comedians and all that stuff, you think they joke around and you think of whatever. I've heard that like you know that, that they're like that all the time. I've heard that Jerry Seinfeld, who is one of the best comedians, one of the best whatever of yeah. all time, is one of the most serious people outside of, like, when he's not on the stage or when he's not doing comedic work, he's so serious about it because, I don't, I've, I'm trying to think of who I heard say it, but it was on some podcast, and they were like, yeah, Jerry Seinfeld doesn't mess around because he has to be serious in order to be funny, if that yeah. makes any sense at all. I know all. a lot of comedians, they say, like, they're, they're, I think the reason is because of this, like what they when they say like uh, most comics like their jokes and stuff derive from like a dark place yeah because they they they're not ha- like I don't want to say they're not happy themselves so they try to make up for it by making other people laugh Robin Williams well he's dead now yeah but that's a obvious yeah, case of yeah that. absolutely yeah. unhappy himself so other people's happiness makes him happy, yeah uh, fills that void so he can you can that make I think that. Having that mindset sort of makes that transition from being a, a comedian to a much more serious role a little easier for him. Um, I think, but yeah, Uncut Gems. Looks amazing. Looks really good. I want to see uh, it. I do want to go see that. Yeah, I've, I've heard, it's gotten great reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, film critics and stuff have given it very good reviews and... Maybe it's the comeback of Adam Sandler where he becomes a more serious actor and instead of... But I mean, because when's the last movie he's actually been in? Was it like Grown Ups 2 or something like that? Something like that. Yeah, yeah like, like Ridiculous 6 on Netflix yeah, or something. Which I thought that was kind of funny. It's I know a lot of people didn't like it. I thought it was pretty funny. Right. But yeah, he has a Netflix special that kind of bombed. It's like one of the worst movies of all time. Yeah. I thought it was funny, but that's just because it's stupid humor. But yeah, he hadn't had a really good movie in... A long time. 10 years, maybe longer than that. The last movie I know of that did really well for him was Click. I like Click. That's a serious movie. Is it? Yes. Yes. It's, it's, I think it's, it made me it's, cry. <laughs> I think it's a comedy movie with serious undertone. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's labeled as a comedy movie, but it's, it has a serious undertone to it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like what, 
what you lose and gain from being able to control time, yeah. yes. And then, yeah. And he goes back and just throws the remote away. Yeah. Which we haven't seen click by this point. Spoilers. Sorry, it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's... Yeah. How about I say Aiden Christopher Walken in that? He is. He is Christopher he's Walken. The, he's, the, he's the angel, like the death angel, angel of death, or whatever, the yeah. Grim Reaper, yeah. But I'm, I think Adam Summers about to have a comeback. We're about to see him in more serious roles. Sort I of hope. like who else has had a comeback? Or does he just do this one movie and then go, I'm out? He could. That's what I would do. He could. I'd be out. But I, I'm, I'm very excited for it, and I've known for a long time because basketball's in a lot of his movies. That Adam Sandler can kind of ball a little bit, yeah. But then ESPN puts their Sports Center or whatever puts that up on their story on Snapchat, and yeah. Uh, I showed my dad, and he goes, "That's Adam Sandler." I said, "Yeah," and he goes, "That's not his pass." Yeah. <laughs> Adam Sandler ball. He's got good vision. Oh, I forgot. So we were talking about what topics we have. Mm-hmm. I got a couple funny stories from this past weekend. Okay, let's hear them. So <laughs> let's start with um, let's start with Friday. So Friday. I didn't do anything really. I mean, I got up and I uploaded the podcast and stuff like that, and did my normal errand runs and roundabouts around. Errand runs or errand runs? Errand runs okay. uh, around the town. Okay. Later on that night, though, I didn't really have anything to do, but I had something of our friend Ray's that uh, I needed to give him, and it was pretty late when I messaged him. I said, "Was it his ankles back?" No. And I said, "Where are you at?" And he said. Uh, at the bumper club, which I don't really like going there, yeah. but I m- met him there and I just waited in the parking lot. Yeah. And I gave it to him. <coughs> oh, God. You all right? What the? <laughs> I just died. Um, so I gave it to him and I saw Anthony and Bear and I talked to them for a second. Left. It's a weird string event. Something funny happened literally Friday, Saturday, and yesterday. Um, so I left. I'm driving. So you know 56 that takes you into town, right? Yeah. So all those lights on that road were cut off. Like I, It's sort of like this, like the, the electricity in that area of town was just shut off. Okay. So I was driving. And it was really dark. So I mean, I have, I'm in a car, so I have headlights, and I can see just fine. I pull up to the stoplight, which is flashing red at this point because it's after midnight. I stop, and I see, like, a glimmer of something in my rearview mirror. And I'm just like, what the fuck was that? And I turn, like, I start messing with my mirror, my side mirrors, and there's a car behind me. I had no idea. They had their lights off. That's weird. So I cop? No. So I just kept driving. And then I kept going. They're right behind me the whole way. I turn on Grand to go back home. They turn behind me. Then I turn to go towards my like where I live. They turn behind me again. And I'm like, I'm not going to pull into my house. Yeah, I would not go home. So I, instead of making a right, which are where I would live, I mean, where I would go, I made a left. They followed me. Went all the way the back way. Went down Texoma Parkway with them behind me. Cut right well, like in front of Sellerman's to go past Domino's. Yeah. Followed me. Made a left. To go towards like Planet Fitness Kroger area, yeah, yeah, I don't behind know me the whole way. Made a right, went all the way down the access road, hit a loop, went to the gas station next to Starbucks. Okay, pulled into a parking spot. They followed me the whole way. Pulled up in the parking spot to my right. I sat in my car for a second and pretended I was on the phone. Then sort of like tried to get like a glance over and see. If, I was like, "Man, okay, maybe it's someone I know that's just like messing with me." Look over. And they're not looking, so I like look a little bit harder. 
It's a dude in the front, passenger side, and it looks like there's two people in the back, maybe just one. Didn't recognize any of them. That sounds scary. <laughs> I back out. I leave. Now I'm on 82, yeah. the access road of 82 next to the gas station. They back out, and they're behind me again. Oh, my God. So I, I, they're in a smaller car. I have a Jeep with just a – I have a Jeep Grand Cherokee with a V8 Hemi in it. Hmm. So I can have some get Rev up the Hemi. So the light turns green, and I just – you know, I'm driving. Yeah. And they're behind me the whole way. I get on 82. They stay with me. So I just hit the gas and floor it. Taking it, get off, and then I hit a loop, and I lost them. Yeah, that's terrifying. That was really weird. They're probably following you home. I hope not. I mean, it was three of them, and the dude in the passenger seat—he was black, and he his head was touching the ceiling, so he wasn't small. Uh, I'm very confident in my uh, my abilities to protect myself at all times, but three v one. I'll say I get like at least a hundred good shots off. A hundred. A hundred. Okay. Um, Saturday. So, <laughs> so that was my Friday. That's not a funny story. That's a terrifying yeah. story. You got tailed. Uh, so Saturday. Um, uh, what did I say? Oh, so Saturday. Um, what the? Every podcast, freaking Peyton calls yeah, you. Uh, so Saturday. Didn't do much Saturday. Um, but uh, our friend or someone we know, uh, Chacho's in town. Oh, yeah. Messaged me and he said, hey, I'm going to uh, that bumper club place with Anthony and Bear for a little bit if you want to come by. And that was at like midnight. And I know they close at two. So I didn't, but I didn't want to be there for two hours. So I went at one ten maybe, just to basically have enough time to say, hey, what's up? Maybe play a game of pool with them, you know? Walk in. Uh, say what's up to him, Anthony and Bear and stuff like that. Uh, Kobe Shoulders was there. Oh, oh, Kobe. And so they're playing pool in an d- opposite corner from Anthony and Bear and them. Uh, they're playing, so I say what's up to them. I walk back over towards Anthony and them. My brother Matthew Cross and his friends will stroll up in this place. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so we, I'm, I'm messing with Matthew. Uh, he's my brother. Um, him and his friends go sit down. I go sit back with Kobe and them. Because uh, Anthony is on, and Bear and Chacho and stuff, they're a little on the intoxicated side, of so course. I really don't feel like dealing with that. And uh, all of a sudden, it's really weird. So I'm sitting down in a chair. To my left is my friend Braylon. To my right is Kobe and my friend Trey. He's playing pool. Not Trey Bowen. Oh, I was about to say. Uh, Trey, my friend, other Trey. He knows not to show his face uh, in this town. So all of a sudden, this old white lady. Mid sixties, maybe. She walks up to Braylon and she starts talking to him. Me and Kobe and Trey, we think like she just knows him, or like maybe she knows his parents or something. Yeah, you're right. So she's talking to him, and then all of a sudden she grabs him like vice grips by the by the wrist and pulls him to the dance floor and Ew. starts dancing with him. That's gross. Luckily, Braylon got the tail end of the song. There's like 15 seconds left of the song. So Braylon, after the song in, Braylon like pawn like you know pushes her aside and gets her to draw her attention somewhere else. He walks back over to us. We're laughing our heads off. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Ten minutes goes by, maybe, <laughs> and Trey looks over at me. He goes, "Yo, she's coming back." <laughs> and I look over Braylon's shoulder. I went, "Oh shit, she's coming back." 
And Braylon goes, you, you lying. Well, she's coming back, dude. So she comes back. Me and Kobe are sitting there. We're not trying to, like, you know, pay attention. How old is Braylon? 21. Oh, God. Um, so Kobe gets up to go stand by the pool table where, where Trey's at. She goes straight to Braylon, and she goes, you want to dance? And he goes, no, nah, I'm tired. She goes, well, who over here is single? <laughs> he points at Trey. Oh, Trey no. goes, no, nah, I ain't single. And she looks at me, and she goes, you want to dance? I was like, I'm married. <laughs> she goes, what are you doing here then? I said, I pointed at Kobe. Knowing, knowing my real brother is here, I pointed at Kobe because Matthew's a lot lighter than me and Kobe. Kobe looks more of my skin tone. Yeah. Oh, I'm here. My brother uh, came here with my brother. He's in town. And he looks at him. He, he sees me pointing at him. She looks at him. She goes, huh? And Kobe's like, what? What? No, no. And I was like, aren't you back in, back in town from school? And he goes, oh, yeah, I go to tech. And I was like, yeah, I told you I came with my brother. And she goes, oh, y'all are related? And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're about to leave soon. He has to go back home to his wife. And she goes, oh, okay. Oh, my God. That's gross. Then she goes, well, who over here is single then? It's my time to shine. I pull this woman aside. And I said, you see that guy over there with the like the mesh trucker hat on? And on the back of his shirt says worldwide. She goes, which one? And she's, you know, there's a bunch of people over there. And so a gap opens up. And I said, him right there. The one with the glasses. And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, yeah, he's single. And she goes, oh, okay, what's his name? I went, Anthony. Oh, no. <laughs> but Anthony. And she goes, oh, okay. So she starts talking to some uh, some girl she knew over there. I woke over by Anthony, and I'm like, good luck. And he goes, what are you talking about? She just, like a, like a, like a owl hunting, swoops in, grabs Anthony by both shoulders, and goes, you want to dance? I heard you were single. <laughs> I just dip. I leave. I did my dirty work. I just left. <laughs> Somehow Anthony gets gets you know pawn like gets a, gets her away from him, and he walks over. And goes, I'm gonna kill you. I went. Sorry, man. I know you're single. She just wanted to dance. <laughs> so that happened. Okay. Um, Sunday. Uh, recorded Matthew dancing out on the dance floor. Oh God. That was really funny. And then Sunday, which was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, yeah, we're recording this on a Monday, by yeah. the way. Christmas hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, um, saw Hayden Johnson. Yeah. Uh, at the Cowboys. At Buffalo. Uh, at Buffalo. I received some nice Christmas gifts, and I gave away some nice Christmas gifts. But then, uh, so my friend Emily and me, we exchanged Christmas gifts. Uh, then we went and ate in Buffalo. That's where I saw Hayden. Yeah. Then uh, we went home. Uh, I went home and she went home to go do something. And then she said she wanted to play pool. So we just went to the only place I knew that had a pool table that wouldn't be packed, which was the Bumper Club, unfortunately. Oh, boy. You spent a lot of time there this weekend. Uh, Yeah, I know, right? Had a fun Um, weekend. That sounds awful. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't bad yesterday because there was no one there. So sucks. Yeah, it does. Um, But we just played pool, so it was fine. Yeah. Um, We did that. Then we went to Whataburger afterwards. Okay. We're sitting down in the back left corner next to the drive-thru. Uh, you like where we like where we used to sit? Yeah. The back left corner. Uh, I order. Uh, Emily's already sitting down at the table, so I start to walk that way, and I hear, Aaron, real loud. And I turn around, and it's fucking Peyton and everybody, and uh, my friend Tuff. 
and Eli's back in town. Yeah. It was Eli. And I was like, oh, shit, Eli, what's up? So, I, you know, I go talk to Eli. I haven't seen him in a couple months. And uh, so Peyton puts his drink out and I said, uh, I said, don't sit over here. And he goes, why? And I was like, because you're annoying. <laughs> and he goes, no, I wasn't going to sit over here anyway. Jordan's coming. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, for those who do not, not, do not know, uh, Eli has a brother named Jordan who does not like me. So, oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, I have no clue. I really have no idea. <laughs> oh, well. Um, so they go and sit down over there. About an hour passes. And it's like 2.30, maybe. Uh, Peyton texts me and says, I, ha- I got just got bet to take Whataburger's Christmas tree. Is that what you sent me? Yes. Oh, what a dummy. So I said, I didn't know what he was talking about because it, I didn't register in my mind that there was a Christmas tree up. Oh, no. I started looking around those things they have hanging from the ceiling, one of those like little paper mache things. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, okay. That's just. But no, he meant their tree. actual Christmas They have a miniature Christmas tree up on the front desk yeah. with lights and candy canes and no. the whole nine yards. No. And I was like, I looked up and I went, in my mind, I was like, there's no way he's, he could take that. It's too big. It's plugged up. There's behind. cameras everywhere. Yeah, I was like, there's no way he can take that. It's, it's too big. It's plugged up literally behind the the de- like behind the front counter, and it has stuff all over it. He takes a look at it, and I f- f- forget. Peyton's 6'5", so he can reach those you know faraway places. Oh, my God. He reaches around the counter, unplugs the tree, takes off with it, walks straight out. I'm me and Emily shock and disbelief. I'm shocked right now. That's so stupid. It's so stupid. You gonna go to jail I start, for I start laughing because tree? I'm like I'm so shocked. I'm laughing. I'm like, dude, I can't believe he did it. So then, not about ten minutes, fifteen minutes later, people start walk like employees, and I'm like, how the hell are how the hell has no one noticed this thing's gone? There was a giant lit up Christmas tree, and none and of y'all noticed gone. it was gone. Finally, a dude comes work. He he goes to clean the, the front up there, and he picks up a candy cane off the floor. Oh no! And he then you can see it in his face. He turns around and looks, and he notices notice it's it's gone. And he goes, "Hey Jennifer, you don't have to look at the cameras." She goes, "Why?" <laughs> he goes, "Someone took your tree." And she goes, "Are you kidding me?" Are you kidding? She me? walks around the corner, and she goes, "How the hell did this happen?" <laughs> I'm now, I'm now I'm dying laughing. She goes back in the office and she sees the camera footage and she walks out and she looks over in our direction. She goes, "Y'all didn't say anything." I went, "Hey, I don't know. I saw it happen, but it's not my place to say anything." And uh, so she comes over and she shows me a picture that she took of Peyton taking the tree on security footage of his dumbass look looking dead ass in the camera camera, taking the tree (laughs) so like 45 minutes later um, me and Emily are leaving and Peyton decides to uh, he comes back and he takes the tree back inside and he gives it back to him so so what happened nothing they just they all thought it was funny Luckily, that's how you go to. I yeah. mean, do you really want to spend Christmas in jail? Yeah, because you took a tree from Waterburger. What a moron! It was funny Peyton. in the moment, but it's also very stupid. It's really stupid. So yeah, that's how my uh, weekend went. It's very entertaining. I got to saw, saw Matthew dance around. He almost got killed by some black people in a car. Yeah, and you almost witnessed one of your friends get arrested. 
Yeah, I also playing pool. So I'm not the best pool player in the world, but I'm also not trash. But you're all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, I went to the Boys and Girls Club and I volunteered there when I was younger. And at the Boys and Girls Club, they have tons of pool tables. So I have quite a bit of practice playing pool. Can't beat me, but okay, anyway. I'm very good at pool. Okay. No, I am. Okay. Anyway, I'm like on a scale of one to ten and like ten being like uh, – I guess you'd say a seasoned player, not professional, obviously, but like seasoned. I'm like an eight. I'm like a 12. Anyway, <laughs> I'm like an eight. Okay. So yesterday, me and Emily were playing. I kill her first three games. Fourth game, I have a, this, like, it's eight ball. There's no, she has all the balls left, like stripes left on the table. Oh, no. I have a real easy shot. It's just like a cut shot. So I'm like, okay. Eight ball right, you know, corner pocket over there. Cut it. Goes in. Ball bounces four times. Scratches. <clears throat> Lost. Play again. Same thing, except this time it was on me. I just hit the ball too hard and it followed it in. Scratch again. Third game. I scratch on eight ball again. Don't know what's going on. You're going to lose the series. Don't know what's going on. She goes, do you want to play one more time to see who the best is? I went, yeah, I'm playing. I'm not. This isn't happening again. She breaks. Absolutely, like, terrible break. Like, the, all the balls are still, like, you know, yeah, jumbled up, basically. Like, very condensed together. So, I just go, I'm just going to hit the one ball at the top and break it up. And maybe, maybe something will go in. I hit it. The eight ball hits the back left wall, bounces towards the left side pocket, hits the corner, shoots straight across to the right, and goes into the side pocket, the other side pocket. So, you blew a 3-0 lead. Yeah. I have never in my life been so shy. I hit it and it goes bang, bang, and shoots across in like perfect formation. It didn't hit any of the other balls that broke away. It like fit through all the gaps and just hit wall, corner. You know how like on the the pop. Yeah, yeah. There's like little ledges. The ledge. It hit the ledge. The point. Not even the ledge itself. The point of the ledge. Yeah. And bounced to the ninety degree angle straight across (laughs) into the pocket. And she goes, what'd you make? And I went, I just threw the table. I threw the stick on the table. I went, I had the eight ball in. She goes, I won. I went, yeah. <laughs> Aaron blew a 3 Never been done in history before. I'm, wow. uh, hey, either way it goes, I'm, I'm making record books. <laughs> Not in a good way. Um, speaking that of wraps up Aaron's weekend segment. Aaron's weekend segment of criminal activity, almost murdered. And old women hitting on them, or hitting on him. So, um, we have, on January 30th of next year, 2020, we have a large event coming up that I think is really, really stupid, but we have to talk about it because you want to talk about it, and we talk about it all the time. Stupid-ass Jake Paul. I, look, okay, I don't know what it is. He's annoying. I like Jake and oh, Logan. I can't stand them. They're stupid. I don't know what it is. They're stupid. I don't think so. Every person I know that actually likes Jake Paul is an idiot. So I'm not an idiot. So <laughs> I mean, do you like Jake Paul? Yeah. You're an idiot. Okay. Anyway, he's supposed to fight. What, this dude, his dude's been in, his name's uh, Anderson? An- Anderson Gibb. Yeah. And he's fought two amateur fights. They've both been in headgear. Yeah. So this will be his first professional fight with no headgear. Yep. He fights Jake Paul January 30th, 2020. Yep. It's going to be stupid. Probably be a... You think they would headline that? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So probably be, what, a $10 buy? 
five dollar buy maybe on what to buy the fight oh. because 20 i don't think so how much was logan logan's was 10 on the app yeah it was 10 oh not on the app yeah 10 yeah i wonder if they're ever gonna sell pay-per-views with stuff like that i think so, eventually yeah it's stupid i think so it's gonna make a lot of money oh yeah it's but uh, it's it brings two worlds together i hope jake paul gets rocked I don't think he will. I, I hope he does. I think that I don't know anything about this and and he's in there and so I didn't know he fought on the card last year when Logan and KSI fought for the was first he on time. The undercard. He was on the undercard. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I rewatched it today. He's not like very. He's by far one of the slowest boxers I've ever seen, and he does. He has that weird style where um, there used to be a boxer. Uh, I think his name was Prince Nasir. I think, or it's very, uh, you know how Tyson Fury fights very, like, jerky? Yeah. Like he's moving a lot? Yeah. It's like that, but not, like, Tyson Fury's, first of all, Tyson Fury's a unicorn. Like, he's, like, 6'9". Huge. Huge, and he moves. He's quick. He does that same style, but he's, like, and he moves, and he's, like, he he does that thing that, uh, oh, Dominic Cruz in the UFC does, where he, when he throws a punch, he dips his head like that. Yeah. He fights like that. Like, that's his style. Almost very uncontrolled, like not uncontrolled, like controlled chaos almost. Which I don't know if that's a good way to fight. I don't know. Uh, he's being trained by Videl Riley, who trained Deji and KSI in their fights against the Pauls. Uh, when he trained Deji, uh, Deji got his cheeks clapped. Well, yeah, Jake uh, was a lot bigger than him. Yep. Yeah. Um, this time, uh, I think the guy that trained Logan for this year's fight. Wanted to train Jake for this fight, and Jake said no. Yeah, Jake was pissed at that guy. Yeah, smart. I get it. Uh, he's being trained by Ryan Garcia. If you don't know who Ryan Garcia is, I think he's like twenty. Uh, he's currently like thirty and oh. He's by far the how fat, old is he? Like twenty. Oh my god! How does he have so many fights under his belt? Uh, so in America, you have to be eighteen to fight professionally. Yeah, Mexico, you don't. You have to be sixteen. Uh-huh. Um. By far the fastest boxer I've ever seen in my life. So he's putting on like five fights a year, six fights a year. Yeah, he can, yeah. Jesus. He's by far the fastest boxer I have ever seen. Really? In my life. That's who's training Jake. Yeah. The 20-year-old that's faster than lightning. He's faster than lightning, and he hits so hard. Let me see. Holy crap. Jesus. There's that. That dude is so fast. Uh, here we go. This is one of his knockouts. Okay. Boom. Boom. Hit him here. Here comes that left again. Whoop. Over the top of the head. Just the top. Just clipped him. I didn't think he hit him, did he? He clipped the top of his head, like, above the ear. Oh. He hits so hard. Yep, here's Jake and him. Oh, my God. Yo, he gets hard and fast. Jake's in the corner like, oh! He has that body pad on, but I know it hurts still. <laughs> he said, okay. <laughs> it's Dang. He's nasty. That's who's training uh, Jake. That's who's training Jake. Oh yeah, they've God. been training for about four months now. Um, Woo! Yeah, look at the, look I at would this. not want to fight. He's not legs. that big. He's Watch not big at all. Oh! Oh, my God. What's his name? Ryan Garcia. Look up Ryan Garcia. That dude's fast. 
He's pretty ripped too. Yeah, yeah. No, he's uh, that dude's pretty raw. There's, a, I saw a video of him doing that speed bag thing. Yeah, and he's punching it, and then he does like the that shoulder maneuver where you turn and you then hit, you throw. You hit your shoulder. And then, yeah. He he did it too far on purpose, and he goes he swings behind his back and hits it accurately. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Garcia is nasty. Ew. Yeah, no, he's uh. Don't mess with that dude. Holy crap, he's fast. Oh, my. So, I have a question. You know, he's fast. He hits hard. You know how accurate you have to be to do that? Yeah. The whole breathing like that thing. Yeah. Does that work? I think so. I think it's when you breathe. Uh, it's sort of like in yoga, almost. Yeah. Where they ask you to, like, touch your toes uh, when you breathe out. Uh, basically, like, collapses your, like, your chest and your lung area to where you're more, fl- you can bend over more because there's not air in there that, you know, yeah. constricts you. Sort of the same thing. Well, so when you, when you, when you breathe out, it sort of, it also, I think it's a rhythm thing. I know a guy that, uh, he's got some family in Japan. He went to Bell's, uh, his name's Chad, but, uh, he, uh, of course, Asian, but, uh, <laughs> of course, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, he, he's from Japan, his family's from Japan. Um, but, he kind of got involved in some of that uh, mixed martial arts kind of thing, and, and he would breathe like that when he would do Look stuff. <laughs> what the? F- Hold on, I want to see that again. He hit it behind his back, <laughs> and then he laughs. That's awesome. Ryan Garcia is nasty. That dude's fast. Yeah, Ryan Garcia. Is He's twenty. I think so. He oh might be younger. He might be younger than that. And he's from Mexico. Yeah. Ryan, well, not from Mexico. He's he from, went and fought in Mexico. Uh, yeah, he's uh, Ryan Garcia is twenty one. He was born August eighth, nineteen ninety eight. Dang. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Ryan Garcia was born in Los Angeles, California. Well, he's from Los Angeles, California, USA. Who? Currently competes in the lightweight division. He was a top amateur circulating, uh, culminating with a record of 215 and 15. That's a lot of fights. His professional... What's he fight every day? His professional record as of right now, like United States professional record, is 17 and 0. (laughs) With 17 knockouts. Oh my lord. It's never went to decision. Never. Jesus. I'm going to see what his total... He's fought 215... You said 215 and 17, right? Yep. He's fought... 215 and 15. He's fought 230 fights. He's 21. Yeah. If he fought since he was 16, what's that like? 40 fights a year? That's almost 40 fights a year. Since his professional debut in, like, America, like... It's like three and a half. Pro boxing, a month. pro boxing, like his seventeen and zero record. He's been in the ring for a total of ten minutes and twelve seconds. Really? You realize in his life, he fights since he's been sixteen. He fights every ten days. Yeah, that's stupid. And he's awesome. Yeah, he's gross. Good God! <laughs> yeah, just imagine those fifteen <laughs> losses. There's probably somebody that's been training for six, seven months. Yeah. He's like, I'll take the fight. Yeah. When do you fight? Uh, eight days. Okay. Yeah. Good God. Yeah. Jesus. He's I wouldn't want to get hit by that guy. He's not. You wouldn't see it coming. <laughs> my soul would probably go out back to my body. You wouldn't see it coming. <laughs> you know, on the Avengers Endgame, whenever, uh, or not, is it, yeah, Endgame? Yeah. Whenever the. Should I call these guys back? No. Lord. Talk to them afterwards. I'm text one. Um, recording. You know, on the Avengers Endgame, whenever 
the lady that has the soul stone. Yes. She touches uh, Bruce Banner's the Hulk, and she touches him, and the Hulk body comes back, and it's just his soul standing there. That's what would happen if he punched me. My body yeah. would go flying yeah. back, and my soul would back. What the? F- it was yeah. Ryan Garcia is gross. You know. You know what about Ryan Garcia? What? You know what? what? I bet he sleeps on a Flexpedic. Oh, I bet he sleeps on a... F- oh, my God. You know he does. <laughs> so, real quick. That was smooth. No, thank you. Coming to you from Flexpedic.com or Flex-Pedic.com. They sell mattresses and pillows and mattress toppers and blankets and all that stuff. But my favorite thing about them is they have a mattress topper that's lavender infused. Helps you go to sleep and it smells fantastic. Then... Lavender. Last but not least, you buy a mattress from them so you don't like it. Keep for a hundred nights. Try it out. Test the springiness of it. You know what I mean. Okay, and uh, so you don't you like it, you get to send it back. Um, get a full refund, and instead of them cleaning it up and reselling it, they'll just donate it to a local charity. Nice. You said you have to pee. Yeah. Go pee while I do the 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 read for Garrett and them for mayonnaise and Mitchell and Matt. Yeah. Okay. I'll go urine. I have to pee every episode. You do. You have a bladder of a twelve year old girl. You know why? Why? Because at night, I drink a bunch of liquids, uh-huh. and then I go to bed, and my head hits that flexpedic, and I never have to wake up to pee. Ah, uh, okay. And I'm good to go. And in the morning, I'm like, man, I gotta go to the bathroom. Okay, it's makes sense. All night. Yeah, makes sense. I'll be right back. Um, and, uh, yeah, like we said, coming to you from the Momentum Swing, we'll make sure you go listen to our affiliates at the Momentum Swing podcast. comes out every Friday morning. Uh, it's a sports podcast hosted by our friend Garrett and Brian, a.k.a. Mayonnaise and Michelin. Uh, they talk about every sport, basketball, football, baseball, soccer, golf, who you name it, NHL. Uh, the NFL season is uh, coming to a close and playoffs are about to start. The NBA season is right in the midst of swing, almost all-star break for them. And uh, I bet they have some hot takes for you all to listen to. Like I said, it comes out every Friday morning on Spotify and on SoundCloud. That is the Momentum Swing podcast. You can follow them on Twitter at the Momentum Swing, or just subscribe to them on Spotify and uh, and SoundCloud. And that's our ad read for the day. While Kyler is urinating in the background, my what? Oh yeah. So while Kyler is urinating, uh, he would like me to tell you. So uh, as I said in the in the ad read for the Momentum Swing, the in NFL season is coming to a close and playoffs are about to start, uh, which means the Super Bowl is basically right around the corner. A couple months ago at the beginning, uh, well, before the NFL season started back in August, um, me and my friend Peyton made a friendly wager on the Cowboys record. I'm not a Cowboys fan. I do live in Texas and I'm not a Cowboys fan, but Peyton is a diehard Cowboys fan. So before the season started, we made a we made a bet, uh, five hundred dollars, on the record that the Cowboys will have. I said the Cowboys will not finish better than eight and eight. Peyton said they'll have a winning record. Then a couple months ago, uh, we sort of forgot our friend Eli, who uh, is in the National Guard. He had the video proof of it. So a couple months ago, me and Peyton couldn't remember if I said they'll have a losing record or an 8-8 eight and eight record. We couldn't remember if Peyton said they'll have a winning record or they'll finish at least 8-8. Eight and eight. So Eli's back in town. I'm back on the podcast. He's back in town, and Kyler's back on the podcast. Eli's back in town right now for because uh, he graduated boot camp. And I get a call yesterday from Peyton saying, 
hey, we might have a problem with the bet. I went, what? And he goes, yeah, it looks like it looks like Eli can't find that video in his phone. And I went, huh? Okay, why you say that? And he goes, well, he said he was looking for it, and then he couldn't find it for some odd reason, like it didn't save or something. And I went, oh, okay. So, either Peyton's getting a little cold feet because he knows that uh, this was before the game, though, so he didn't have to do it. But I think he knew that there was a chance they might lose that game. So as of right now, in the bet standings, I don't have to pay anything because the Cowboys are seven and eight. They're seven and eight. The best they can finish is eight and eight. Yeah. If if somehow magically we find that video, and when it says that I said they won't finish better than eight and eight, that's five hundred dollars in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And if it didn't, if I said they'll finish with a losing record. And they finish eight and eight, and Peyton said they finished with a winning record. Neither of us win, so I don't have to pay anything. So as of right now, you're golden. I'm golden. I'm either going to get five hundred dollars or not have to pay five hundred dollars. Sounds like him trying to back out. Yeah, it does. Yeah, but luckily for him, they play the Redskins, which should be a dub for him. But mm-hmm. the Eagles game should have been a dub for him too. Yeah, um, and that didn't happen. And Dwayne Haskins didn't play him. Yeah. For the Redskins. So, so we'll see. We'll see. Why I said I could move into this. Okay. I want to say that I'm like disappointed or that I'm surprised. By the Cowboys? I'm not. Oh yeah. I'm not. Um I was telling uh Brittany and I was telling David that this will be in my life, middle of the game. The game's not even over, in the third quarter. I said, This is the fifth time I've seen this happen. In my life. He said, what are you talking about? So I think it was 2003 or 2004. Dallas was 8-7, and seven, week 17, got to beat the Giants. Giants are also 8-7. and seven. Okay. Whoever goes 9-7 and seven wins, you know, gets in the playoffs. Of course, the Giants didn't beat anybody. Quincy Carter's the quarterback. They lose. Week 17, kicked in the playoffs. Then 2011, 2012, 2013, three years in a row with Tony Romo as your quarterback, which I love Tony, but three years in a row, it was either week 16 or week 17. Win this game, you're in the playoffs, you clinch the division, lose all three. Lost to the Eagles twice, which one was 45-6 to six in week 17 against the Eagles. The clapping. <laughs> <laughs> the clapping. But so whenever it comes down to, yeah, Dallas wins this game, they, they clinch the division. If I was a betting man, I'd bet against my team. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. The Cowboys, and when it's, I'm serious. When I say I'm done, I'm done. Whenever the Dallas Cowboys, week 16, week 17, finish up the year strong, win this, you win the division, you in the playoffs, which it's not like they're going to beat anybody anyway. They're in my lifetime, in those situations, they're 0 5. Yeah. So when I say I'm done, I'm done. I'm always going to be a Dallas Cowboy fan. I'm always going to like the Dallas Cowboys. You start off 3-0. and Yeah. You finish the year. They started off 3-0. and They've went 4-8 and yeah. since then. Yeah. It's disappointing. Doesn't matter if they make the play. The, the Eagles, if the Eagles lose to the Giants, so if the Giants played the Eagles well the last time they played, yeah. and the Giants have been playing better, if they beat the Giants, or if the Giants beat the Eagles and Dallas beats the Redskins, they get in the playoffs at 8-8. Eight and eight. 
but I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> they're not beating the 49ers. They're not beating Green Bay. They're not beating the Saints. They're not beating the Vikings. The Vi- like, they're not beating the Seahawks. They're not beating anybody. Yeah. So my fandom uh, <laughs> last night took a step back. It really did. I'm a, I'm a loyal fan, but it really – eventually when you see this oh, – so how do I explain this? Okay. You're playing basketball. I'll put yeah. this where you can relate. You're playing basketball, and you're on the bench. Right. And you see five years in a row here in the championship game, down two points, clock winding down, and the same guy on your team, top of the key, hits the shot for the win to win the championship, ball hits back rim all five times. You go back a six time or no. are you gonna are you gonna the dude's taking the shot, do you think it's going in? No. Probably not. You said I'm on the bench? Yeah, okay, it's you I'm taking go, the shot. I'm going to grab the coach by the neck and be like, yo, put me in the game. <laughs> I'm just Take saying, him out and put me in the game and okay, I promise you're a you fan. we're winning. You're a fan. Same thing. I'm going to grab the coach. I'm going to say, give me, take him out, put me in the game. Give me his jersey. I'm just saying, though, you see it five times. The sixth time is probably going to happen. Oh, it's not going to be an anomaly. What happened after the first time? After he missed the first time, he's not getting the ball over that shot again. I'm just saying, though, like, if the same thing happens, you see it five, I'm 23 years old. Yeah. Every one out of every five years, basically, more, more often than that, I see the Cowboys choke in week 16 or week 17 and – Kind of ruined their season coaching. It's been yeah. it's been in my life. It's been Bill Parcells one time, and then Jason Garrett the whole rest of the time yeah. coaching. And Bill Parcells was just there at the end of his career. Yeah, he wasn't really. So it's it's been coaching. There's not a sense of urgency. There's not a. I don't know. And then on on the radio, well, Mari Cooper and Randall Cobb weren't on the field for the last the big fourth down play. Carson Wentz hadn't had his receivers half the year. Yeah. Half their team, half the Eagles have been hurt. Come on. It's just excuses. It's what it always comes down to. It's excuses. It's And my dad and I have talked about this, and this is real sick, but it's true. Until Jerry Jones gets so sick that he can't run the team anymore, until he dies, it's going to be the same thing. Yeah. It's been the same thing since, since, uh, since he fired or since Jimmy Johnson stepped down. He fired Jimmy Johnson. Barry Switzer came in with the same team, won a Super Bowl, and then Barry Switzer was horrible. He got fired. It's been the same thing. Same story, replaying over and over and over and over. And going into next year, I'm probably going to be wrong. Hopefully they're really, really good. I wouldn't doubt. 8-8, eight 9-7 and, eight, nine and seven for the Dallas Cowboys. They'll do the same thing. Start off hot, beat the crappy teams, lose to the good teams. They didn't beat a team with, an, with a, a record over 500 this year. Yeah, no. They yeah. did not beat a team that had yep. a winning record. That's embarrassing. You you can't beat playoff teams. Not even playoff teams. Teams that are fringe playoff teams like you, you can't beat. It's just you're real quiet. Can you tell I'm getting pissed over here? It's embarrassing. It makes me not even want. It makes me almost either not want to be a Dallas Cowboy fan or just I'm not finding another team because that's for that's stupid. I hate people that do that. Finding well, another I'm a, team. I'm a Patriots fan now. I'm a no. Yeah. You're not. You're a bandwagoner. I'm not a bandwagoner. What makes the Cowboys America's team? Merchandise. Merchandise, and they're the most global brand in the sport. They're the international team. Even though Jacksonville plays in London every year, yeah, they're the international team. They have more merchandise sold outside the United States than any other franchise in all sports, more than the Yankees. 
When I think of the Dallas Cowboys, I just don't think America's team. They were in like the seventies. Well, not right now. I think there should be a new team, a new America's Patriots. team every ten years. Yeah, like every decade, give give America a new team. Why would you want a team? Why would you want a loser for a team to represent your country? I don't know. It's just that's like that's honestly like saying you know what America's NBA team is the Phoenix Suns. No, it's LeBron James. I'm just saying, like for the past five years, it's been the Golden State Warriors. Uh, it has, it has. Uh, Everybody on the planet's like, who who do you like? I like the Warriors. I don't. Why? Uh, Stephen Curry's cool. <laughs> I like the Dallas Mavericks because I'm a real fan. Just like I like the Dallas Cowboys, and the Mavericks disappoint me too. The Not Mavericks like that. Just, yeah. Not like that. Dallas, like with the Mavericks, it was just you win a championship, then you, the team's kind of old, so you try and rebuild, and it just hadn't worked. Yeah. With Dallas, with the Cowboys, it's like, hey, we're right there. They were people's Super Bowl pick at the beginning of the year. Why? They were a lot of people's Super Bowl pick at the beginning of the year. Cowboys have never been my Super Bowl pick ever. <laughs> ever. They won't be mine for a while. Even a couple years ago, was it Dax? Was it Dax? Uh, rookie year, him rookie and Zeke. Year. Him and Zeke's rookie year. They went 12-4 or 13-3 yeah. or whatever. Even then, they were not my Super Bowl pick. <laughs> yeah, they played the Packers. I remember that. I was like, man, Aaron Rodgers is going to beat us again. And he did. <laughs> Even then, uh, yeah, I've never. But no, when people like, I'm, I'm waiting for my dad, for him and I to talk about this when It's just him and I because we're going to get into it like we do every time. <laughs> when he wants to mouth about, oh, I watched Tony Romo choke so many times. Well, I've watched it happen to Dak twice now. Yep. So, is it the is it Tony Romo? No, it's it's the coaching staff. It's it's the culture. It's it's from it's from the guy at the top all the way down. What I'm saying is it's from the owner all the way down. So until that dude sells the team, which isn't going to happen, Jerry's never selling the Cowboys, or until he gets so sick that he can't be the president and the general manager, or until he dies. It's the same thing. It's a vicious. It's the circle of the Dallas Cowboy life. It yeah. sucks, and it's whatever. But and now I get to hear about the Eagles. Oh, we're a, we're the, we own the division. You won one Super Bowl in fifty yeah, years. Shut yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. We've kicked your ass the last f- f- like four years. Shut up. It's it happened. Oh well. It pisses me off. I'm done. <laughs> I'll root for the Cowboys, but I'm not putting oh. my heart and soul into the week sixteen, week seventeen. It's done. I have a question. Yes. So the President's Cup was recent. The golf was. Yes. President. Did you see the nastiest putt of all time? Didn't wasn't Tiger Woods the uh He's a captain, captain of the USA. Yeah, or and he played the and he was played the best. Really? Yeah. Dang. He he's, had, he's making a comeback like Adam Sandler. He had the dirtiest putt I have ever seen in my life. So you know, they play match play. Basically every hole is a new Yeah. Is a basically a, a new uh Oh if, damn if, it. If, if you win the hole you're up. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's match play, yeah. So, like, if you win hole one and lose hole two, you're still tied. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you have to win ten holes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tiger Woods had the nastiest, the absolute nastiest putt I've ever seen in my life. Oh, damn it. Uh, I, I had it on video. It's Tiger Woods, and he putts, and this is to, to win the hole, okay? It's like a 12-foot a putt. Maybe maybe fifteen. Fifteen foot putt. He hits it. The ball is maybe a foot away from where he putted from. He turns, takes his hat off, goes to shake his the opponent's hand as the ball is rolling towards the hole and then it goes in. Ew. <laughs> 
It's kind of arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, the the post said this is the most dis- disrespectful high class thing I've ever seen in my life. He puts it. The ball is mid roll. Mid. It's not even mid roll. Just started. It just started rolling, and the commentators are going. The commentators are like, "Oh, that looks good. It's online." In the while they're saying this, Tiger takes off his hat like you do at the end of a match, shakes his opponent's hand, and when he turns back, the ball's going in the cup. That's disrespectful. Then, not only that, you say when? Yeah. Okay. Then he points over to the cup, and then his opponent went and got the ball out of the cup for him. <laughs> Tiger's a douchebag. <laughs> Um, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. See how confident you got to be knocking out a 15. It wasn't a straight putt either. No. It had a line. He had to follow the line. It was a breaking downhill left to right putt. Just sunk. Hat off, shake hand. There it is. Pick that up for me, boy. Yeah. Yeah. God. It was awesome. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen. So I have, I have something to cheer me up after the Dallas Cowboy disappointment. So after the Dallas Cowboys, after to cheer you, okay, yeah, to cheer me up. So we're looking for uh, how do I say this? So we we're sitting down here looking, you know, getting ready to put, write down what we're going to talk about. We've got the uncut Jew, uh, uncut Jew, uncut gems, the uncut Jew. <laughs> Adam Sandler's a Jew. That's why I said that he's Jewish. The uncut gems with Adam Sandler and the basketball is nice pass. And then Jake Paul. We got that topic. I got the Cowboys. But I'm sitting here looking on Yahoo News, and I found an article that I thought was, yeah, you laughed. I thought it was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Well, then I went and looked up funny crimes. So a man commits a crime, and here's the headline. I'll let you drink that first. Man accidentally shoots himself while trying to steal puppy. So here's the puppy. Very cute. The cute puppy. It's American Bulldog. Yeah, but I'm so confused by that. Man accidentally shoots himself trying to steal puppy. Yes. Why did he take a gun to go steal a puppy? A man has been arrested after accidentally shooting himself in the leg while trying to steal a puppy in Canada, December 20th, 2019. Canada and has the most s- soft uh, soft crimes. <laughs> but hold on. Would you live in Canada? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Canada would be sweet. Yeah. They have universal health care. An armed robber. Really? Yeah. An armed robber. The prime acc- minister is a, is a is racist. A baller, <laughs> is a racist. An he ar- black faces. Does he really? Yeah. I did not know that. Justin Trudeau. There, that was black a, faces? Yeah, he does blackface. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. An armed robber accidentally shot himself in the leg while trying to steal a puppy from its owner. The owner had arranged to sell the nine-week-old American bulldog named Tarzan to a man who had made contact through a buying and selling website. But when the owner arrived at the agreed meeting place in Brampton, Canada, and handed the puppy to the buyer... The buyer refused to pay and pointed a gun in the victim's face. Oh, I got I got you a nice gift for Christmas. Really? That'll, that'll help for the podcast. Yeah. Okay. I had to get it customed. When that's, am I my whole, that? that's my whole thing for. Uh, it won't be here until like the seventh because it was, they were like the website was on back order. Okay. Well, and, thank you. And I ordered it like a week ago, but then they so they sent me a thing that said I had to proof it, and I didn't know what that meant. So when I ordered it's it... It's a mic stand. No. Oh, man. I uh, need a mic stand. Yeah. It said you had to proof it, but I didn't get the proof. Email. I didn't check my emails until like two days ago. Merch. Huh? Is no, it merch? No. That's coming, uh, January, a, that's coming January 10th because that was on... I should have done this ordering stuff a lot earlier because of the Is it a gold mic stuff. with my name on it? No. That'd be cool. It's pretty cool, though. It's, I got it custom. What is uh, it? I can't tell you. <laughs> you can? What if I... I've already guessed it, haven't I? No, you haven't. Okay. Um, yeah, so I ordered it and then like you have to proof it and I was like, okay... Then I checked, finally checked the email, and when I proofed it to make sure that the, like the the design and what they customed was 
right? It was wrong. I proofed it and I hit approve, and then it said, "Okay, now you'll get a shipping thing whenever you know it's in it's in uh, being made." And then I got that email yesterday, and it said it'd be here the seventh. And it's for the podcast. You can use it for the podcast. You can also use it for other stuff too. Is it new headphones? No. Headset. No, you're not going to guess it. I'll figure it out. I'll have to get you a present now. I'll just give you my mixtape for free. So it says the robber then ran off with the dog, but accidentally shot himself in the leg, causing him to fall to the ground. The dog seller called the police who tracked down the suspect before arresting him and giving him medical attention. He was taken to hospital for treatment, but his injuries are not thought to be life-threatening. A government-issued 45 caliber Colt handgun was recovered from the area, and the puppy was returned to its owner unharmed. A 20-year-old man, a 20-year-old man from Brampton, was charged with robbery and firearm-related offenses following the incident on Friday. The suspect, who has not been named, was due to appear at Onatorio Court okay. of Justice in Brampton on we have Saturday. That. This is something totally beyond this. Uh, we'll have something else to do with it because I was thinking of I was going to do something for Christmas for a couple of people. Yeah. Uh, involving you okay. and two other people. Okay. Uh, the last, Garrett and Brian, what the hell are y'all doing? What are you talking about? Their last episode was a month ago. Huh. They haven't put an episode that. up in a month. I didn't know that. The last episode was the Houston Ash, the, the Houston Ash. Yeah. I talked about like a month ago. Yeah. You didn't know that? I had no idea that was the last episode because I haven't checked it in a I long thought time. I told you like two weeks ago they didn't put out an episode. We talked about how they haven't, they didn't put, so we talked about how they didn't put out an episode the week of uh, Thanksgiving or something like that, or the week after Thanksgiving. Yeah, about a month ago. Yeah. About, about two weeks ago, like I said. They haven't put up an episode at all. Mm-mm. What the hell are y'all doing? Did you just not notice that? Yeah. I thought I told you they didn't put up an episode. Well, yeah, but I thought that was around Thanksgiving time though, so yeah, I just thought they just took a week off. No, they haven't put up an episode at all. You need to call Garrett. Yeah, well, Garrett, we're having a t- fired. But yeah, I was uh, a month ago. I found a, I found a website called Eonic, and I was like, that'd be cool, to because uh, everyone likes a nice watch. You bought me a watch. I thought about it. Oh, that'd be cool. I thought about because you can custom it. So I thought about just getting four watches for me, you, Garrett, and Brian. I film cinema on them. So on me and yours, uh, on the face, I was going to make your, like you can customize the whole thing. So like on yours, I had a silver face, like the silver, like the actual metal part around it. Then the actual face inside the watch was white with a gold, like a rose gold, like a hour hand. And then just a, a gold minute hand. And then the second hand was a dark blue. And then above, like above the the centerpiece that makes the hands move, yeah, it was gonna say it was gonna say Kyler and then D with a, like a period after okay. it. And then on the back, the part that sits on your wrist, it was gonna say not your normal podcast. That'd be cool. And then I was gonna do the same thing for Garrett and Brian. Not now they don't make episodes. Yeah. And I, mine was like uh, your. It was like a silver face with a a dark leather, uh, dark brown leather band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna do it. Why didn't you? Uh, the back order on that thing is crazy. It's like you order it, takes two weeks for them to make it, and then four to six weeks for shipping. Oh, Jesus. So yeah, it's like a, a month time. and a half. <sighs> Jesus. Maybe Garrett, com- maybe put your coming, episodes out. Maybe coming in the middle of the year. That'd be cool. Maybe whenever we hit, uh, maybe when we hit uh, episode like 100 or something. Ooh, like that's, that. that's actually not that far. No, it's Come not. to think about it, it's not. So anyway, I wanted to cheer myself up here. So a guy shot himself trying to steal a puppy. Puppy was unarmed. Everything's great. <laughs> so there's more funny crimes that I found. 
the dumbest crimes okay. ever. So on ComedyCentral.com.uk, a couple uh, discover a thief after resident told a joke and heard a laugh from upstairs. <laughs> South Australian police are. Oh wait, that's, hold on. That's uh, me and you just tell a joke. You hear? <laughs> <laughs> Basically. So here's the. That's just like the headline of this. Like the first one says the first crime. South Australian police are spreading resources to find thieves who made off with 42 kilograms of mayonnaise. Two 21 kilogram tubs of the condiment went missing from a warehouse on Saturday. Police said they were puzzled why anyone would steal so much. Anyone seen, this is in the paper, anyone seen making large potato salads or coleslaw should be treated suspiciously. Okay, then. In Oak Hill, Oak Hill where Mello went to school. Right. An Oak Hill community couple discover a thief in their home Saturday after the husband told a joke and heard a laugh upstairs. <laughs> That's so funny. Employees, oh, this is a 100 block of West University Drive. Employees of... Eckerd's, I don't know, reported at about 12.25 a.m. Tuesday that two men came into the store, loaded birthday bags with Have a Nice Day yellow faces on them with 52 tubes of vaginal antifungal cream and left without paying. The The cream was valued at $894.98. They stole almost $900 worth of anti-vaginal fungal cream. Gross. <laughs> Romanian MP jailed for bribing voters with chicken. So Florian, whatever her name is, guilty of tempting his constitutes with nearly 60 tons of fried food. So a guy was giving people fried chicken to vote for him. I mean, if somebody gave me fried chicken, I'd probably vote for him. All right, then. I mean, whatever works. Okay. So in, uh, I don't know how to pronounce half these places, a man came to the sheriff's department to find out how to legally kill a person who was harassing him. Okay, then. A man went to the police department walked in and was asking about how can I legally kill someone because this person's harassing me and I want him dead. Obviously, they arrested him. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Police hunt thieves who stole over 20 pounds worth of biscuits. Gwinnett police are investigating the thief, uh, the theft from the Burton's Food Factory where Jamie Dodgers and Maryland cookies are made. They stole over 20 pounds or 20,000 pounds of cookies. Burgo, read this. I can't say this word. <laughs> Goodness, good lord. Burgo, Burgo, Burgo. A couple discovered thief after a resident no, told no, no, a joke. No, 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 oh. right here. No, the picture. Oh, the picture. Burglary, burglary. Uh, mark of it. stupidity. Bogle- <laughs> you got. Yeah, I got caught onto your stupid. Bur- <laughs> burglary uh, suspects drew masks and beards on their faces using permanent marker pen. Okay. Then. People were robbing houses, and in order to wear a mask, they didn't have masks. They just drew marker all over their faces. Of course, they got caught because it was permanent marker, and they couldn't get yeah, it off. Yeah. <laughs> a woman reported Thursday that someone broke into her home on the 1200 block of Sumner Street and switched hardware in her computer with identical hardware that doesn't work. There are no leads. So someone broke into a woman's house, didn't take anything, just took apart her computer, took out the hardware, put in hardware that looks the same but doesn't work, and then left. That sucks. Police are looking for a man who tried to rob <laughs> who tried to rob a Wendy's while wearing a plastic bag over his head. Police Lieutenant Tom Basham told the Orange County Register that the man pulled up to the drive-through window, pointed a gun at the server, and demanded money. The server closed the window and walked away. Mm-hmm. What would you do? You're working at Starbucks. Someone pulls up, gun in your face, <laughs> give me all your money. So, all right, all right, dude, all right, all right. One second. 
I gotta gotta open the drawer. And then I just walk away. Basically, the guy, the server just goes, okay, and closes the window and walks away. Yeah, I'm what a badass. Like, okay, dude. All right. Police checked the area and found an open door in the back of the building. An officer went inside. So, this story basically is. Um, they go to like the the police were sent to a factory to find like a thief or whatever. Yeah, the alarm went off. Police checked the area and found an open door in the back of the building. An officer went inside and called out Marco. The man's name was not Marco. Instead, the officer was trying to inject some humor into the situation. Police found the suspect after he responded, "Polo." <laughs> Someone stole an entire driveway. That's just what this article says. That's cool. How that works, I don't know. Um, pol- this is from Walmart. Yeah. Police. Yo, my house got robbed. What they take? My driveway. <laughs> this what? Is, this is from Walmart. Police review or police receive a report of a newborn infant found in a trash can. Upon investigation, officers discovered it was only a burrito. A big ass burrito. <laughs> And here's the last one that really, if I can get the page to, okay, there we go. Oh, God. The Learning Center on Hanson Street reports a man across the way stands at his window for hours watching the center, making parents very nervous. Police ID the subject as a cardboard cutout of Arnold Schwarzenegger. So at a learning center, there's a house across the street. And parents are nervous dropping their kids off because there's a man that stands in the window for hours and watches the kids. It's just a cutout of Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and a person got arrested for that, by the way. Because you're scaring people. You're like a, a public nuisance. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what's the dumbest crime you've ever heard? That was another one I thought was pretty funny. That's the, one of those is the dumbest crime I've ever heard. No, I got the dumbest crime you've ever heard. Let me find it. I laugh so hard at this. Let me find it. You'll laugh, too. I'm <laughs> Florida cop tasers naked man who pooped when homeowner pulled a gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was one more I wanted to... Oh, here it is. Man accused of stealing 166 steel manhole covers. You know, like the covers of sewers? Yes, yes. Yeah, he had 166 of those in his house. That's a lot. <laughs> a, why do you need one? Just trying to find the Ninja Turtles? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to find the last one that just really killed me. 346 pound man punches Domino's pizza guy for forgetting his garlic knots. Understandable. And then, last but not least, if I can find it, man arrested in DUI. <laughs> man arrested in DUI case also had a squirrel inside his shirt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How? Zombie. Have you attack- ever seen those videos of like kids just walking up to squirrels and they just pick up the squirrel? I would never pick up a squirrel. How do people do that? Every time I get close to us, you know what? At Woodlawn Golf Course in, in Denison down the road from here, squirrels out there are wild. They'll walk straight up to you. They don't give a shit. But some, in most cases, normal squirrels just run. In, squirrels within, have rabies. Yeah, they run within like 10 feet. And they're fast. Yeah, and they're fast. There are videos of like kids just walking up to squirrels <laughs> and just like picking them up at normal speed and just grabbing them. And walking back in the house, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like the dude fighting the kangaroo. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah, no. Kangaroos will whoop you. 
They'll not, punch you. They'll beat you up with their hands, and they'll kick you in the chest and give you a heart attack. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not picking up a squirrel. Bot you, gives you rabies. You no, die out no, on the golf course. Not at all. Um, that kind of the puppy thing kind of cheered me up. Yeah, made me happy. I bet. <laughs> Stupid cowboys. So we we thought that this was going to be our last podcast before New Year's, but actually, we have one more. Tuesday will be Jan- or will be December 31st, the yeah, last day of the year, which works out perfectly. So we have our perfect topic for New Year's, and uh, hopefully we make some of y'all feel bad. That's kind of the goal. So I messaged Garrett and I said, what happened to the momentum swing? What do you say? Lost momentum. <laughs> oh, man. Lost momentum. This looks like we're doing a third podcast every week now. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's disappointing. Hopefully we can get yeah. that momentum picked back up. Yeah. I'll call Garrett and Brian and get them back together. Yeah. So, since we're on this podcast, where can uh, all the wonderful listeners and viewers find you and the podcast on social media? This is by far like the most, I have to say, in every episode because it's so much. But you can find me personally at iPhoneMarin on Instagram and iPhoneMarin15 on Twitter. You can find this podcast, the Not Your Normal Podcast, on Instagram and Not Your Normal Podcast and on Twitter at Not Your Normal P2. It's a capital P and the number two. You can also follow me and Kyler's other podcast, The Academy of Conspiracy, on Instagram and Twitter at Academy of Conspiracy. Uh, you can go to our SoundCloud, Apple, and Spotify to find both podcasts. And you can find me personally on Snapchat at Aaron Cross 15 the number 15. And Kyler, where can they find you? And let them know about the Patreon. Exactly. So if you go to patreon.com slash not your normal uh, podcast. We have a Patreon. We have three tiers. We got the average tier for five dollars, the uh, spooky tier that is inspired by the Academy of Conspiracy, aka the AOC, at six dollars, and we got the normal tier that is seven dollars. Don't be average. Don't be an average sp- spooky weird person. Be normal. And if you want to reach out to me, give me some ideas for the podcast, or just see my great stories, uh, you can add me on Snapchat at Kyle Durham twenty one. And uh, I think that's uh, all we got all we got here so uh thanks for listening everybody we will see you on new year's peace